Avery froze at the back of the chapel, barely able to breathe. She had come to meet with Tuck and show him the secret she and Kendrick discovered, painted in vivid color on the ceiling. Instead, she found herself staring at the most powerful man on earth. Fortunately, he was kneeling with his back to her and couldn't know she was there, but it was him all right. No matter how many times she had imagined meeting the king, Avery had never dreamed it might happen by accident. Candlelight danced on the gold-gilded walls and illuminated the stained-glass windows. You have one chance. She held her breath and started down the aisle, determined to not let this opportunity pass. Every silent step reminded her that a 13-year-old discovered in this castle was as good as dead. But not talking to the king could mean a death sentence for everyone she loved. His highness looked thinner than ever, his shoulders slumped, his once thick silver hair was wispy, and even from behind he appeared older and sicker than when she had seen him at the race. His time, like hers, was running out. She would tell him everything, beginning with the fact that Queen Angelina was poisoning him. Avery quickened her pace down the crimson carpet, eager to announce herself, when suddenly a massive, leathery hand clamped over her mouth and someone lifted her off the ground. She kicked furiously and tried to scream, willing the king to hear, but as if in a dream, no sound came. The king stirred and rose from his prayers. When he turned, dread washed over her. It wasn't the king at all, just an old man in royal clothing. Nice work, he hollered. Now make sure she's never heard from again. Still thrashing, Avery was carried out into the stairwell, and her captor entered a long, dark corridor, hands still covering her mouth. She wished with everything in her that she still had her jeweled dagger. The farther he carried her, the more certain she became. Today is the last day of my life. Up endless stairs, they flew as the faces of those Avery loved crowded her mind. Her father, the hard-working shopkeeper, her mother, the gentle storyteller, and Henry with his big brown eyes. She wondered which of them might have preceded her in death. Was it possible her entire family waited for her at the throne of God? A strangely comforting thought as her captor mounted a new stairwell. Avery gave up trying to resist. She couldn't fight a man with legs and arms the size of tree trunks, and she didn't want a boot to the head besides a death sentence. Up they went, the man's heavy steps mingling with her choked sobs. Through a blur of light and shadow, Avery could see where he was headed and panic overwhelmed her. They arrived at a landing facing thick barred doors, the tower prison, where the worst are forgotten. Her captor called out and a guard emerged from the shadows with a large key. He unlocked the door, and before she knew what was happening, Avery soared through the air and thudded on the cold stone floor. She didn't even have time to get a look at her abductor before the door slammed, its thunder rattling ancient hinges and shaking the stall. Avery sat in the miserable, terrifying silence, aware that no one could help her now. She rolled onto her back and stared at the ancient wooden crossbeams. A tiny window high on the wall cast a weak light, and Avery wondered if there was any chance she could scale that wall and squeeze through. Unlikely. Would her friends, Tuck and Kate, 
risk their safety in the tunnels to come find her? She actually hoped not. She closed her eyes, allowing hot tears to fall, when she was startled by a low, heavy moan. Avery leapt to her feet. That's when she smelled it. Dead fish. Eyes now adjusted to the darkness, she saw the outline of someone on the floor directly beneath the high window. She tiptoed toward the figure. Excuse me, Avery whispered. Ever so slowly, the silhouette turned a hooded face toward her. Avery recoiled, rolling her ankle. The figure raised an old bony finger to its lips. Shh, 